0: Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the The universe. universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNradio.com. This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper
1: Cole. All right, all right, all right. Howdy, 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 and welcome to One on One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, coming to you live from Sunset Gower Studios right here in Hollywood, California on this Happy Wednesday Hump Day. Let me give a big shout out to my producer extraordinaire, Mr. John Williams. Hey, hey, buddy. hey,
2: Jasper. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you. So do you have your uh, lottery tickets all bought? <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, you know, it's going to be, what, $1.3 billion? Is that the latest? Yeah.
1: Well, would that really make us happy? Oh,
2: yeah, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you play?
1: Well, you know, well, yeah. We um, Dennis and I bought uh, two tickets earlier in the week, and then we bought two for tonight. Oh you great! Know, it's that much, you think? Well,
2: might as well. Find a f- you know, we and it's going to bring play. out all those people who have never played before, which is going to, you know.
1: Well, I read today where it said your odds of winning are—you have to—it's like being struck by lightning and drowning at the same time. <laughs> oh wow! And I said, well, I've been struck by lightning, but apparently that wasn't good. It's not going to cut it this time. Well, people I've win.
2: To, I mean, obviously people are winning, so I would say try. You won't oh, win yeah. unless you it,
1: play. It's fascinating because there's always those stories of um, there's a, in fact, there's a TV show, there's a reality show that talks about the lottery winners and how they've all, you know, how their lives went to hell after they won. Yeah.
2: Most people yeah. the lottery curse, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, I wish everyone would follow us on Twitter at <laughs> one-on-one Jay Cole <laughs> and Facebook, one-on-one with Jasper Cole, or you can go to my website, com. and when you go there, click on uh, ubnradio.com, go to our sponsor page, because mm-hmm. we are blessed to have 25 sponsors. what I was segueing was when you win the lottery. <laughs> You could take some of that money and go over and, uh, you know, buy stuff from our sponsors. And we have eFile.com as our newest sponsors, but we also have 24 other ones, and here they are. All of us here at One on One with Jasper Cole are proud to announce our 24 affiliate advertisers, and they are all .coms. InterServer, ZipRecruiter, Hilton Hotels, 3-Day Blinds, Adam and Eve Toys, BullGuard, Prime Slots, Russell Stover, Booking.com, Suzanne Summers Bath & Beauty, Quest Nutrition, Sur La Tabla, and Extended Stay America.
2: Additionally, we have EUK Host, Canvas World, Cheap Air, 21st Century, Liberty Mutual, Course Smart, Advanced Auto, Fandango, Meet Mindful, Flare Play, and Jewelry.com. Thanks again to all of our wonderful sponsors. And now back to the show.
1: Yes. All right. We love our sponsors. Mm -hmm. Thanks to all of them. And once again, just go on the uh, UBNRadioTV.com page, click on our show page, and there they are. Um, I want to tell everyone I'm really excited about today's show because we have an amazing singer-songwriter, Joya Bruno. She was the lead singer, or is the lead singer, of the hit band from the, uh, starting in the 80s, Exposé. Yes. And uh, they are, which I found out today, the second most successful uh female group in album sales second only behind Destiny's Child wow i know isn't that amazing that is
2: and they was, came together around what 1987 19
1: i think eighty six, eighty like seven. okay can, i'm going to get Joya to tell us her journey but yeah. i uh i mean they've had so many hits but let me be um
2: you let me be, let the, me one. be the one yeah
1: i just, that's been an anthem of mine you know i <laughs> I was in college in the uh like say eighty three eighty four eighty five and then i kind of moved i started started my career really in eighty six in atlanta mm-hmm. um and that was just one of the one of the groups that you know there was in vogue yeah expose i mm-hmm. mean I can't wait to talk to her because they sort of really were around the eighties and nineties and you're a musician you're a singer yeah you know- com- the business compared to today that just seemed like it was such the the big money time, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was just the, the heyday for, girl groups yeah. and especially girl groups. You know, they're really. They and I think there was more the quality
2: scene. music back then too. I mean, I think it's really declined, and when you got to the two so. thousands. Well, and and you know it's interesting yeah. you
1: say that, and and, and yeah. music that has sort of uh, lasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still popular now. Yeah. I mean, I know Club that music, yeah.
2: That one song, I'll never get over you, getting over me. That's one of their yes. top ten, I think, um, uh, back in the day. I remember that song.
1: Yeah, and Joya's continued on, you know, she's um she's had quite a journey since then and she's going strong and back mm-hmm. out with expose and um her website is G I O I A B R U N O dot com. It's pronounced Joya, but mm-hmm. it's spelled G I O I A. Oh, and I'm sure that has all her tour dates and all her information on it. So looking forward to her. She's going to be calling yeah. in at the um, 5.15 hour in about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, meanwhile, I was really, I'm sure also you being a musician and an artist, we were very sad to hear about the passing of David Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. While I've always liked him, I... You know, I was more impressed by the outpouring of, I, I guess I just didn't quite...
2: Realize the impact.
1: how much his life, you know, what impact he had on oh, people's yeah. lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you being a singer, mm-hmm. what was your take on David Bowie? How, how did he influence you? Free to
2: be me, I would say. Um, just the fact that, you know, um, he, he, he was a bold performer, um, you know, back in the day when you don't necessarily think... It was accepted. I mean, I think originally he came out what bisexual in the beginning or gay, maybe gay in the beginning. I think now he he um, went because he's married, right? Right? He married him on yeah, yeah. So I I believe he's bisexual. You know, but I, I, it was just back in the day, just to be so flamboyant and and bold. Um, and, uh,
1: and he was like one of the first really androgynous. He had a yeah real androgyny, androgyny
2: and those eyes and also
1: wearing the makeup before uh-huh. Boy George or Elton. Right. Well, I don't know if Elton. They were kind of around at the same time, yeah. I guess. But and then the I movies. Think David came early. Yeah,
2: and then the movies uh, like uh, what was it? The
1: fell to the um the man who fell the earth.
2: Yeah, but it was also the there was the there was the the mystical movie that he did. Oh,
1: uh, Iggy. Um, uh. Yeah, famous.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: senior, senior moment. <laughs> All our David Bowie fans are horrified right oh, now
0: that
2: no we don't know no, no, but, no that's good because they can say, "Oh, Labyrinth really loud or the man who fell to earth yeah, or yes. they
1: could say, you know." But you know, and he what was yeah. amazing is he was working right up to the end and how it's just really haunting that his new uh, his new music came out last Friday. Mhm. And he's got the one music video on the one one of the singles where he's sort of talking about heaven and mm-hmm. the afterlife and
2: yeah, called Lazarus, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, how mm-hmm. how amazing for him that knowing that to he give was the gift. on this journey and he was mm-hmm. dying of I I believe it's been now said it was liver cancer, mm-hmm. um, which actually, you know, I had a friend who literally was diagnosed with liver cancer and died like three weeks later. So to live eighteen months, that's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, but he was able to to make that music, and 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 then there's a Broadway show he's been working on. I guess that's coming. It's going to be uh, launched soon. So rest in peace. God bless. You know, he leaves behind such a legacy, and I guess the great thing is, you know, his work will play on and live on forever. So right. Um, yeah, and so I guess the other thing was, did you get to see the uh, State of the Union address last night?
2: A little bit. A yeah. little bit, and I and the what I love are the memes that are coming through where they people have put their, you know, um, some sort of like a towel or a <laughs> or, or or a piece of paper or something like that to block the Republican side, just because right. they felt like that was, you know, smug and 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 condescending and just the looks that he was giving during the. Uh,
1: well, Paul Ryan, especially, yeah. the Speaker of the House, you know, sitting behind him, yeah. I, you know, he just had that smirk on his face the whole yeah. time. And yeah. it was like, even when he talked about, you know, Trump, basically, Trump's response about banning all Muslims and painting a brush, broad strokes against all Muslims, even that, yeah. Paul Ryan couldn't stand up. Well, he's not going to stand up at all, but he couldn't even applaud that.
2: I saw that. I, there was an image captured of Biden standing up, Obama standing up, and then... Ryan sitting down
1: he just seems like a petulant child, yeah. you know, very entitled. I don't know what his background. Well,
2: before is. that, remember there were other memes that were going around where what was Bonner, right? Boehner. Yeah, Boehner, Bonner, whatever, Bonner, however you Bonner say it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> they were doing the same thing. They went blocking, yeah. you know, because they just it's like pouting, like you know, like like a kid, and and, and just and, and like I have to be here, and you know, I don't want to be here, and and I mean, Nancy and I'm Pelosi
1: in- got criticized for the same thing. But that's just because she has so much Botox, her face (laughs) wouldn't move. I was never as a Democrat. I was never a fan of hers Uh for some reason. I don't know. I like her daughter, who does the the wonderful documentaries. But um, she just always looked like the Joker on Batman. Bless her heart.
2: Well, the sad thing is that they, you know, that just contributes to. You know, you often hear the divided states of the bipartisan, America. Yeah, yeah, the divided yeah. states of America versus the United States, and, and
1: it just doesn't it seem so high school. I it, mean, that's really, what I'm
2: saying. It's very it's, well. It's beyond. It, it's it's lower it's, than it's, high school. It, it's it's a pouting kind of thing. It's very like you know. I I have to be here. I don't want to be here, and I'm going to make you know that I don't want to be here. You know. Well, the scary
1: thing is, we're watching yeah. them behave this way, and then we realize they hold the Senate, and the Congress. I mean, they hold everything in the palm of their hands. They're getting paid a fortune. Uh, pensions for life, healthcare for life, right? And yet they act like these petulant children who can't, you know, get their shit together. So <laughs> it's really embarrassing, you know, when you think about it. But right. I like that Obama kept it short and sweet. It was his last one. He he really made a point to outline all the stuff he's accomplished and kind of pretty much tell everyone, if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And and his wife, of course, Michelle, looked like a supermodel. Um, oh, yeah. I just wish they would have put up, like, a picture of Barbara Bush back in the day and compared the two, <laughs> and been like, this is what uh, this is what our <laughs> first lady looks like today, compared to your, you know, looking like your, your husband's mother, bless yeah. her heart, too. Um, so what else? Let's see. So um, the Golden Globes, they came and went, whatever, yeah. Ricky Gervais was exactly what you expected, and... Um, my favorite thing of the Golden Globes was really the Mel Gibson's. I have to tell you, I have to give Mel Gibson props. I can't even believe he came out on – I can't even believe he came there <laughs> and was on stage. I don't <laughs> think we've seen him publicly really on TV since his rants and his arrest. I mm. mean, knowing that he was going to be up there with Ricky Gervais, I have to give him props for that. But, uh, I, and I did think he, that was a funny line about, I see you every three years. It reminds me to get a colonoscopy. You know, I thought that was a funny line he gave back to Ricky, but yeah. of course, Ricky had to slay him with the uh, "Tell me again, what is what are sugar tits," <laughs>
3: which
1: <laughs> I didn't. You know, it was bleed, but that's what apparently right, Mel was he named did. to the cop when yeah. he got arrested. Yeah, yeah. right. But uh, I mean, Ricky could have R- Mel should be thankful. That's all he said because he could have really.
2: And Ricky went on a tirade on Twitter, and, and you know, about in defense of him and being a comedian and saying the things about Caitlyn that he said. Um, I don't know if you saw all those tweets, but he uh, was. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm so anti Kate. Now, I'm not anti Kate because right. you know, I'll be watching her show next season. But um,
2: <laughs> of course, you will.
1: <laughs> I, I just think, you know, if you're, you're, she's a celebrity, um, and and she's a celebrity more so, even more so, for being transgender now. So right. she's just got to be willing to take it because that's what people are going to do. You know, yeah. I don't want to hear her whining about anything. And she probably hasn't been whining. It was probably just people supporting her, I guess. But, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, I, Well, I, I Ricky just
2: doesn't want to I mean, it's it, he really let him have it, the Twitter audience. It's it's like he's well, like Well, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the thing about Ricky, if you're offended by Ricky, then uh, what do you think? I mean, they this is his third time hosting that they they keep hiring him because he's so irreverent. That's mm-hmm. what we like about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he like I think um Emerson was saying today on Dell show, you know, he doesn't, he 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 hits up, you know, he doesn't. I mean, he's, he, you know, oh, poor these billionaires in the room, you know, if they can't take a joke about themselves, how how sad is that?
2: Was Caitlyn even at the Golden Globes?
1: No, oh, no okay. I don't think so no, mm-hmm. or we would have, they would have had a camera on her. Yeah, yeah. probably. But um, maybe she was watching. Maybe you know, J. W. Let's hope maybe she was working at a uh, a shelter for mm-hmm. the for the homeless that day. Yeah, and, hopefully. Uh, she came off the mountaintop in Malibu to help people.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Right. What did you think of the whole thing with the like, DiCaprio and Gaga?
1: Well, I thought it was funny. Uh-huh. I mean, I, well, I don't want to. Well, anyway, I better watch what I say. Um, <laughs> I I love her. I do too. And yeah. and you know, I think you got to see that's the a real part of Leo's. I think that's that's a real part of Leo's personality. Yeah, that we saw, but I didn't think. I didn't really think it was a bitchy thing. I think he was just.
2: Well, the rumor is, is that, and if you if you if you pull up the image, you'll see other people kind of making a weird look too. Uh, it was, it was interesting. They they um, they were, yeah. Pull up pull up the image of the stills, and you'll see. Yeah. You'll, no. See I mean, it, I mean, it, what I get to give
1: her props for? She's so regal. I mean, you're right because she she. Anytime you're like the fish out of water, you know, she kind of came in out of nowhere and got that. But you got to remember, the Golden Globes, one thing they're known for, like giving it to the lead actress from My Crazy Roommate, um they did it with Calista Flockhart, the first season of uh, Ally McBill. They did it with Gina Rodriguez mm-hmm. for Dane the Virgin. They like, to hi- they like to pick the first-timers and give them the award.
2: And the r- role that she played is the countess, so, I mean, she sort of embodies that role in She's terms fierce. of just Come on. being fierce, fierce. exactly. She,
1: <laughs> Stephanie, her name, she really was an actress before. That's yeah. what she was studying. Yeah. Um, I've always said, and I've said many times, I thought she would have a, a, a movie career.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So,
1: a la a Streisand kind of thing right you know and when she
2: was backstage doing press um for the globe she really had some beautiful things to say about her journey and and the fact that she had always wanted to be an actress like you had just pointed out but just Mm -hmm. that her music is going to go on she's releasing a new album and and that there's um she just she was very very grateful she was just very gracious to the to the press and um and it was very very it, I, I was just blown away by how she handled press at the end of it.
1: Well, and you know she's got this great fiance, the actor who just seems really humble yeah. and down to earth, and just an average—I mean, a, you know, great-looking right. guy. Right. But you know what I mean. Totally. But I have a feeling. Excuse me, real...
4: did you say average?
1: <laughs> oh, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Guess who just how many joined you, how many us? How many you guys <laughs> <laughs> Is this Joya? Hi
2: yes hey Joe oh welcome
1: you're, you're hilarious welcome but to the this show
2: any, this is go on and on.
1: I didn't even know you were here. You were ready. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Well. <laughs>
3: a sneaky little bitch. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I'm I like sure.
1: Golden Golden you notice I said average? Game. I said average, and then I stopped myself because I'm like, no, there's nothing average about him.
2: So. No. And isn't he on well, Chicago he's so something? Cute. He's on a TV series right now, isn't he? Chicago Med or PD yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: Chicago. I don't know. But he's, he's a cutie. And he just seems like a really down-to-earth guy. And, uh. You know, when when we were first introduced to Gaga, I'm sure you guys were introduced to her. than I was, but when I was, I was just like, "Wow, she is so freaking crazy!" Yeah, yeah. and she has turned it all around. She and she's really has. Just like, just majestic. So I get that, and I'm and I'm a total. I'm like so glad that I can watch American Horror Story later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got can't over.
2: I just know? can't watch oh, it. It's just too over the I'm top like for Jessica
4: me. I'm a fan too. So yeah, I was a little bit hesitant about the whole thing, but. I'm very
3: happy
1: with the the hotel season. Yes. You yeah. like it? Well, let me, it? let me ask you, a better being,
3: adjective.
1: being a, a uh, music diva yourself, um, you know, when Gaga first came on the scene, and I've always, her voice has always been phenomenal, but I was sort of always hoping, I was waiting for the day when she would sort of slowly drop the costumes and get, get down to just letting the music speak for itself. Mm-hmm. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: You know, because in the beginning, yeah, I think I a lot of
3: the,
1: yeah, a lot of the costumes sort of, Diminished people taking her seriously with her voice, um, and then yeah, the shock value is—it's really for
4: press, right? Worth it. I mean, yeah, for her. I mean, we needed it, and we needed it. Another like you know, you got Marilyn Manson, you got Madonna, you've got all these people come out with this crazy stuff, and she just kind of just continued that pattern, mm-hmm. I think, and but, but with incredible talent, and incredible. then you know, I don't yeah. know what, what show it was. She played the piano. She was wearing like a, a suit. And I don't know. She's probably drinking some scotch in the front row before that. She's crazy. But 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 when she when it comes down to it, she's got it. Yes, yeah, she does. She takes, oh, she's incredible amazing. Incredible talent and, and incredible heart. And yeah, let's go. You know, the Italian girl raised, you know, the way she was. Like, I get that mm-hmm. That's kind of where I come from, that whole family oriented. Well, um... well yeah,
2: you were in Italy, right? You came from Italy. Originally, right? I was
4: born. Yeah, I come yeah. from Italy.
2: Yeah, Bari, right? <laughs> Is it Bari? Is that how you say it?
4: Yes, yeah, so uh-huh. I was born there. I was uh-huh. born in Corato, Bari, and um, but I mean, I came over as a, a very as a baby. You know, yeah, we, I was yeah. kind of born on a vacation. Oh. Um Somebody, somebody got the dates wrong, and bam, you know.
1: And then you <laughs> moved to Miami. Little, did well, you whatever. go? Did you go straight to Miami? Is that where you?
4: No, moved? no. I grew Manhattan. up in Jersey. I'm a total Jersey girl, oh,
1: okay. and um, I oh. came to Miami when I was. about
4: went each and then joined expose. It was kind of a I was singing in a club, producer came in. Oh my god, you know, this is the perfect voice. You're like the alto sort of gritty sound that we want to mix, you know, into this this uh group. These producers came in and I really didn't want to do it. But uh I was dating a DJ at the time who just happened to have like the demo version of Point or come go. I think it was come go with me. And um he's like, You've got to do this and I'm like, Oh man, all right, so I went to the I went to the. Um, I just went to meet the guys. I went in the studio, sang a little bit of "Let Me Be the One," and I thought, "Yeah, I can do this." It's just, I, I was sort of more into rock and soul, and I didn't really know about dance music. And we sort of were our own sort of version of dance music, I think, in eighty-five, yeah. eighty-six. Mm-hmm. Miami had its own sound, so it was a new thing for me. And uh, and I met the girls, and I was like, "Oh, God." Yeah. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> it was a little weird, I guess, you know, but um, just having to suddenly be in a, in a group of people you didn't know, but yeah. lucky for me, um, you know, and time tells it all, it's 30 years later, and we're still together, and I love those ladies. They're just wonderful people, so that, you know, speaks to me. You it speaks know? volumes, and,
1: uh, yes. so talented,
4: yes, absolutely, so,
1: so well, like, but I, you, and now but I you,
4: you, do my own stuff, too, so.
1: But you had been singing early on, like as a teenager, right? You had started singing.
4: No, yeah, absolutely. I just sort of had my own band and did my own thing from 16. I had that. My mom got me in my fake ID, and I was out there <laughs> doing like the club circuit um, in right. Jersey and Philly and New York. And then, um, I you know, I got mugged, and I was like, "Screw this!" And I looked at the Village Voice, and there was this um, opportunity for an. Uh, uh, you know, just an audition mm-hmm. for right. this big show band in Miami. So I went, I got it, and I moved back down here, and um, and that's it. I, I came down here for like three months, and it turned into who And I'm still here.
1: So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, who were some of your Who were some of your influences musically when you were growing up or when you started out? Like, who were the people you really loved?
4: Connect Okay, I think who taught me to sing, um, and, and, and songwriter-wise, I think it would be, um, as far as songwriting is concerned, it would be like James Taylor and Carol King, my older mm. brothers and sisters, are about three and a half to six and a half years older than me, so I was listening to their records, vinyl, back yeah. then, and um, Linda Ronstadt, I had a huge, mm-hmm. like. I thought I had a sound kind of like her, uh, Pat Benatar, um, mm. And then, of course, all the rock bands—you know, the scared right. and I listened to the Who and Led Zeppelin and freaking Jethro Tull and Snot is pouring down your nose and all that crap—and <laughs> uh, smoked pot with my friends and it was what I did. And um, you know, it was a—it was just an incredibly huge, you know, influence of, of like melting pot of influences. And then coming down here, I discovered uh, like. I guess it was a Reese, um not Aretha Franklin. Uh, of course, I listened to Aretha, but um, mm-hmm. Sweet Love, and what's her name? Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anita
1: Baker. God, I, I love, love her. her. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that first album. It taught oh me a God. lot about soul. Yeah, and of course Whitney. You know that yes. first album that Whitney had, and we were on her label, so I was very influenced by by just everyone. How can you not be influenced right. by everyone? Right. It's just like it's just you hear it and it's
1: days with you, you say some
4: stupid thing all day long that you're
1: like, why am I saying this? But isn't it interesting, like when you're starting out, you know, you have all these influences, but you you never really know where you're going to end up, and it's like you said, you couldn't have predicted that joining a a girl group was going to be your, quote, big break, right? I mean, that's we don't know. No, I really couldn't have.
3: Yeah. 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 You know, you
1: have a very... And
4: and, and like I said, it was... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no,
1: go ahead. Go ahead.
4: No, I, I just and I really fought it tooth and nail. Yeah. I'm going to say it was it really wasn't what I uh, I wanted. But uh, it's like that sliding doors movie. You just wonder what would happen if you looked the other way. So
2: yeah, it was like nine months. Some
4: days, some days I do.
2: There was like nine uh, months of recruitment but, uh, attempts.
1: What's that?
2: Sorry? I was reading. There was like nine months of 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 them trying to get you to do the group.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Wasn't really convinced about it, but um, but you know. It all came together, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Well, we you have, have, the, uh, you have a very... very um, <laughs> do you know Taylor Dane? Have you worked with... Um,
4: let me think about
3: that. Uh, of course I know Taylor
1: Dane. Yeah, cause <laughs> for me... She was on our Taylor. label, too. Well, for me, you've always had a sort of... Ta- you guys have always had a very similar vibe to me in terms of your, your voice. Yeah,
4: she, she's got a couple octaves on me. Go, Taylor. <laughs> I'm freaking Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. There's a quality Badass, about too, you that... She's just,
1: Oh, yeah.
4: Thank you. I'll take well, that as a listen, compliment. She um she's
1: tough. Well everyone just joining us. We are we are now joined by Joya Bruno and I gave out your website at the beginning
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I spelled it out because you're uh, first of all, I love your name. I've never met another Joya. Thank you. Yeah, that's a yeah. F-
2: first for me. Oh.
1: Yeah, so I gave your website thank out. You. I'm, I'm so, um everyone can go to the website. It's got all your uh dates and what's happening. So tell everyone what what you're doing right now what's what's current and popping oh
4: did you did you give them our expose website exposeonline.net no we didn't get that
1: one out
2: no we gave your personal one.
4: Oh well that's another one
1: okay yeah oh, and then okay.
4: joyabruno.com but exposeonline.net is the tour we're on right now and um well what, are we, what am i doing right now i'm actually getting ready to come out there and um, do some writing with the O'Haley brothers, uh, Fabio and Fabiano. I guess you might know them um, through Dominic and my manager, Randy. Yeah. They're a couple of guys that have been just doing some killer remixes and productions, um, a lot of international stuff. So I'm going to be coming out there to just write some new stuff because before I got back together with the girls, I was doing dance records and um, just loving it. But when it, it just conflicted with, the whole expose thing, because I was out there doing my dance music and I was singing, you know, some remixes of expose, and it kind of wanted, it just didn't go together to be back with the group and then be out singing
3: without them. It Mm -hmm. just
4: didn't work. And now at this point, I'm like, well, you know what, it's time to go back to it, because really I think expose, I mean, we do our, we tour, we do our thing, but we haven't really been doing a whole lot of new music, and I'm just dying to do some new music. Mm -hmm. so right. Lucky for me, I can still go do that on my own. So that's what I'm getting ready here in 2016. I'm just kind of in my very early fifties, looking forward to my future.
1: <laughs> well, you've had quite a journey because yeah. you have a gro- you have a grown daughter now, right? She must be twenties. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh my God. Yeah,
4: I better guys- be right because I put it on my freaking lotto ticket today and I got it
1: wrong. I you guys look like you guys. You're more like sisters. Are you kidding me? That's amazing.
4: We are. It's really interesting. It's so funny. You know, you're like 20 times older than them, and then you're only one time older than them. You know what I mean? It's like from 2 to 25, and then 25 to 50, and whoa, it's like, it's a little insane. And she's just an amazing young person. So I I really got But I only had one kid, and... uh, (laughs) Got it right the first time, so I was like, "I'm not doing this again," because chances are pretty good I'm going to
1: screw it up the next time. Well, do you look do you look back now and think, "Oh my God, how did I do all this?" Like when you think back to raising her and working and being on, you know, doing it and being a working mother, do you realize, Do you ever just pat yourself on the back and go, "Oh my God, how did I do this?"
4: I know exactly how I did it. I had help because when I first <laughs> had her, <laughs> when I first had her, I was on. We we were. On tour, and um, there was just no way I could have done it by myself. Can't just leave a kid by, hey, with a bus driver. It right, just doesn't work that way. You know, as much as some days I might have wanted to. Um, just kidding. I, I was. <laughs> no, I hear you. I always tell everybody, I'm like, ah, kids drive me crazy. I can't. But I love I love my daughter. I just always tease. But no, I had, I had help. My mom came for a while. I had a nanny for a while, and um, you know, we just did the best we could. She came to sound checks with me. She messed with our makeup i'd turn around and uh, she looked like you know a clown <laughs> with lipstick all over the she, she was on stage she was just such a joy and she still is so it she made it very easy for me and uh the girls were like second moms third moms second to third moms depending on who was around which day and uh you know so to this day i just that was Brianna. <laughs> so you know, it's just ridiculous. And now they well, have. Well, they like, have
1: watched her. They've watched her grow up. up. Also, yeah.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, their kids and I'm watching their kids grow up now, and they just incredible children. They're just. I really lucked out. I got to tell you. you
1: well, know, let me ask you: Did does she have a? Is she, is she a performer at all, or did you? Uh, did she go completely the opposite direction?
4: And, and you know what? She's an amazing singer. Uh-huh. Um she just she, she's more interested in photography, the arts. Um, she teaches yoga. She graduated with an English major. Like she's just just as She's still trying to figure it all out. I think right, And uh, right. That's fine. At 27, you should be. That's right. She's definitely an artist. I keep wishing she would just do a little record. She's got that sort of um, university sound, kind of like that. it's just mm-hmm. a different sound that I think is so beautiful. Right, but uh, you know, she was a little Disney singer when she was a kid, like wow, like all over the place. <laughs> and uh, That bathroom well, door would shut, and she'd sit on that thing for thirty minutes singing every song from Little Mermaid. I was like, really?
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we were talking before. I don't know if you if I don't know if you heard us, but I was saying how uh, groups like Expose and In Vogue, you know, the girl groups of the eighties and nineties have had such a lasting power. Um, your music has, I mean, you've got the the songs that people just instantly remember. um, And there just seems to have been this amazing time. And for me, I'm not a singer, I'm an actor. But to me, it looks like the 80s and the 90s were such an integral time of pop music and dance music. And the business I know has changed so much. What do you see now when you look at today's industry compared to back 20, 30 years ago? With especially with record labels and record deals. Oh,
4: I, know. I know, I know. It's really interesting because as you're asking me this question, I'm thinking. am thinking. On the one hand, there were so many. There were. It was so hard to promote your music on your own back then. So, mm-hmm. if you had a, a label deal, you were blessed beyond blessed because there were only so many people who could who. Could, who these labels could really invest in, and they really had to invest a lot of money. And it's not like nowadays you can just go ahead and put your stuff up, and if you're lucky or if you have fall on your face somewhere and then they just <laughs> blow it up on YouTube, like you can just do the dumbest stuff to get the most, you know, promotion. Right, right. Um, And if you have talent to go with it, the bam. And I think when you get picked up by a label or somebody like Clive Davis, everybody's going to listen to you. And mm-hmm. then they're, you know, radio, you know, it's a whole... You know the whole with radio. was like, right,
3: right. You know,
4: production, promotion, and I don't even want to say or, but whatever the hell they did, bam, we were out there. But there, that was a big deal back then in the '80s. There were no rules. Everybody was just kind of drawing everything out there, and they were spending the money to do it. We had an incredible team of people pushing expose, pushing which record cover, which picture, which this, which that, and I still continue to communicate with these people. I mean, like we're still all tight. Because of the internet, because of Facebook, because of, you know, so Twitter amazing. and all these ways between. But at the same time, there's a whole lot more in the water. There's a lot more hands in the pot and there's just too many people. Like, it's just tough. You don't sit here and wait, oh my God, I can't wait for their next album. You're already on to the next act. Right. So I think it's tougher for artists now. I mean, it's it's tougher. God, it's so confusing. It's it's, it's, tougher. it's tough to get a deal. I got to right. say that. but. Anybody can have a deal because you can make your own and it's tougher to be heard. So it's really, it's almost like an equal. It's just as hard now right, with right. all of this social media to make it as it was then, trying to get the label to hear your stuff. It's, it's just a whole new kind of frustration. I'm
1: sorry. Well, there's <laughs> a, and, you know, there's a whole generation that, you know, we had MTV back in the day. And, you know, that MTV and mu- music videos were such a huge part of, uh, mm, any, any group's career you know, and that sort of has gone by the wayside, but of course, like you said yeah, but you want to know
4: how hard it was to get on m t v it was not easy i mean that was uh, that was the record label right that was money that was just the big bucks and um, nowadays, like again you've got youtube if you've got That's something right. spectacular, you know mm-hmm. you just have to know how to promote
1: how of social, market it.
4: socially on social media mm-hmm. you gotta know and and uh you know, and you've got to be out there. You've got to stay committed to it. And you've got to respond to people. And that's kind of my right. job in this group is to just kind of keep people
1: interested.
4: Well, and also and everything people people now think. is about
1: is about a single. You know, the word album is sort of like yeah, non-existent right? now, yep. right? Yeah, people are like, what do you mean yep, an for album? For years what?
4: now, for years <laughs>
1: Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Bowie
4: just put out an album. Look at him. Everybody's talking about Bowie's album. I mean, like, here he is. He left us this incredible gift, an album, a CD, whatever. And everybody's talking about this album. Right. So I think that when people think album, they think old school or Mm -hmm. they think Mm -hmm. 70s, 80s acts. You know, I don't know that many albums that I have of 90s acts, but I have 80s and 70s and 60s and 50s. you know? So, you know, I mean, it depends on who you are. Nobody would think, um, I guess maybe for Taylor Swift, you know, oh, my God, everybody's got her album, right? I mean, she was really right. have like 17 billion of them in the first day. <laughs> so um, it just depends. It depends on how committed and, again, socially through media and whatnot, how how your fans are. We have old fans, not old as in old, well, kind of old, but committed <laughs> fans for, since 1985. And now with social media, I know their names. I know their email addresses. I have them on our Facebook page. I communicate with them, you know, whose birthday is it, and it's a big job. But um, mm-hmm. but these are people in their 30s, 40s, 50s,
1: and 60s, mm. as
4: well as younger fans that are coming in.
1: So well, it, that's what you were saying. Yeah, what's, what's great about that is now with Facebook and stuff, you can actually feel a lot more personal and intimate with your fans, whereas back in the day, you just saw them. You really couldn't even see them in the audience with the lights. So now you're... You're getting a real connection to people, um
4: oh yeah, now I'm like, oh my god it's yeah, you're like there. hugging them going oh,
1: how how is your husband? How are your kids? How are the grandkids <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly because we're all just we're just people, right, and it works that way, and I love that about this job it's a service job, this is the service industry. we make music to make people happy
3: or to right. feel
4: something, and uh to be able to hear the response, like, oh my god, you yeah, know, the first time I heard expose, I, uh, I, was, I was here and this was happening, or, or, oh my god, you guys gave me the the, the strength to come out. I mean, mm-hmm. I, or, or you you um, inspired me to be a designer. I designed clothes for you guys. I remember sending, and I would get like, I still have um, letters and 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 pins and badges for, you know, from the first web I'm sorry, the first fan club we had. People come in with all this stuff. The other day, somebody what's his name? I think it's James He gave me a VIP pass with the sticker still on the back for the what you don't know tour in a little plastic thing. Okay, mind you, I signed about a hundred pictures for him and I knew I was signing stuff for him to trade or sell.
1: Right, right. But
4: finally I just went, you know what, this is enough already. I gotta go. I got other people to sign stuff. And, and, I, and he, he gave me this this piece of memorabilia that I, I didn't even remember existed, and I was, was floored. I, I gave it to my mother because she's my biggest fan or our biggest fan. And I just was so touched by that. Like it was I'm like, really, you're gonna give me this? Like, oh, forget the fact that we gave this to you, or how'd you get that? You know, I didn't even right. go there. He just gave it to me and I was like, "Ah, snuggles, you know.
1: That oh, sweet. Well, I well, know yeah, today, and, uh, especially yeah. you know, it it means a lot for people to leave their house and actually go out to a venue and you know, because oh, no. everyone you know we don't we're all stuck on social media and our ta- our TVs and tablets and we don't want to leave the house and go somewhere. So these are you know, it, it's a lot. It's saying a lot that these fans actually get their ass out of the house and come see you. <laughs>
4: right. oh, yeah, exactly. You know what? My favorite thing, and I gotta agree. I'm I, I'm supposed I was supposed to go out tonight and. uh I changed my plans that like my favorite thing to do is just cooking with friends, right. inviting people over or going to their house with a really cool, you know, mm. cookbook or whatever. And like, what are we going to make? Let's go shopping. Let's do this. Let's open some wine. And it's, it usually ends up kind of crazy, but it's <laughs> always incredibly fun. And then I did it last night and I'm going to do it Friday night. And that's like my social thing. And then if we end up going out or something great, but, it doesn't really matter. You don't really have to go anywhere. For me, singing and performing is like my night out.
1: So That's your night out. I'm so
4: blessed let, tonight. Let me, yeah, I know. Let me I get to go you. out, I get to sing, and hang out with people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Toria, let me ask you, what is your take? Are you uh, Have you been a fan of these shows like American Idol, The Voice, or any of the competition music shows?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, my mother is 81 and completely committed to these shows, so it's like, come <laughs> over. You need to watch this show. It's okay. <laughs> She's all dancing with the stars. I have to say my two favorites—the uh, singing one, of course, the voice. I mean,
3: mm-hmm.
4: I, I'm sorry, yeah. I can't even get past the chairs turning. I'm all, I'm all about the judges crack me up like crazy. You know, I love Gwen. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge uh, fan of 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 uh, Maroon Five and, and Adam Levine. I, I I've, I've had Maroon Five months where that's all I've looked to. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. But um. <laughs> Yeah, but and then as far as the dancing, I think Dancing with the Stars is fun. It's people that like have literally, absolutely two left feet or three, and it's just fun to watch. Um, so yeah, but my mom watches them all. So.
1: Well, do how I'm do you think same. back in the day would you have would you would that have been a show like American Idol? Would you have went out for something like that if it was available at the time. I guess Star Search was well, around back we had in the day. Star
4: Search. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I never thought about it. You know, I just started singing and yeah. um, I never looked back. I I, I, sang, I started in a garage with a band. Um, so, I was just really happy singing in the garage with the band and then in the clubs with the band. And Like I said, it was difficult for me to cross over into a three-girl group without a full band. But right. luckily, now we have a band and we've been performing as, uh, with our band. So, And then, of course, in in the 80s, when we put our first album out, we were out with our band. But it was still more business than music. And when it crossed over to the business side, it freaked me out. It it still to this day freaks me out sometimes. So, you know, it's just me. I'm I'm a very sort of, uh, you know, I'm just really a regular kind of girl from Jersey, you know, just want to sing and enjoy my life and uh, spend time with friends and family. It's, It's really my, that's my hobby.
1: Well, it's and, and also I want to applaud you. I want to bring up, I mean, you know, a lot of people may not know that you also have recovered you suffered with Lyme disease and you're on the other side of that. And that's a very, uh, you see, I'm sure Lyme disease has been around for a long time. It oh, I
4: know. I didn't know you know that. Isn't that funny? I, I never really had the opportunity to talk about it because it was at a time, well, I was kind of high, I was so sick. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on tour and I somehow managed to get it together to do those shows. But I got to tell you, I mean, I watched the Housewives and I see... I think oh, Yolanda
1: Foster, Delanda. yeah.
4: Well, you know, I see how sick she is, but you look at her and you don't really see how sick she is. When you looked at me, I had lumps all over me on my face that literally mm. moved around like they were alive. It was the weirdest, oh most God. horrendous case of Lyme disease. I could barely... Walk. I could barely move my arms. My hands were crunched up like little claws. It was. I looked like I had arthritis, like an 80, 90 year old woman with really bad arthritis. And um. Oh my god. I was a mess, but I got after like the eighteenth time. I went to the hospital. I finally, I was finally diagnosed, and um, and then I went on an IV for four months of antibiotics, uh, which worked for me, but it doesn't seem to work for everyone. And I'm just so blessed that it worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. I have my limey days. I I have issues here and there, but I'm like nothing compared to what people with, you know, life-threatening diseases deal with every single day. I'm just grateful that mm-hmm. I, I got through well, isn't it, and, and like uh, you
1: said, g- just getting the diagnosis is a lot, uh, it's sometimes the hardest thing because it, mm-hmm. it, it masks itself as so many other Possible thing.
4: Yeah, it was difficult. Well, it's the Western blot that they actually do, and that's what you know. I thought I was dying, and when I got and my my daughter, we all thought I was. And when we got that diagnosis, um, I remember it was like five o'clock in the morning. A friend of mine worked at the lab, and I was out on, uh, I was I had a, I lived on a houseboat at the time, and I remember getting the diagnosis, and I didn't really understand what it was, but I knew there was a way to live with it and get maybe, I, I didn't really, I didn't I figured there's a cure, I think there's a, you know, I, that's just the way I think, positive, positive, positive Positive, positive, positive. and I went out on my back deck and I'm floating around and these three dolphins just started flying through the intercoastal and I just said, it's going to be okay it's wow. going to be okay mm-hmm. and uh, I found the best doctor and I was in South Florida where really, I mean, how many, it, it, it's kind of a Jersey, Northeastern thing where it started, yeah. lime, with the, lime with the ticks salsa, the lime north, in the
1: Northeast, yeah
4: yeah, yeah, but I helped a friend out who had hurt her back bad, very badly, and I was helping her out, and at her house, she had these dogs, and she was on a golf course, and it was in Florida, and there were ticks in the house, and I believe that I got it, actually got it in Florida. Wow. And I got lucky. I found a doctor from New Jersey, so bada bing.
1: <laughs> well, you know, didn't Avril yeah. Levine, the singer Avril Levine, also have Lyme disease? She came out recently, last year, and talked about her
4: Yeah, her, she did, she did, and um. Yeah, Parker Posey had it, but uh, I'll I tell you. Them. Like I said, I, I'm gonna stay it on here. we antibiotics, IV. I did it for. I had an IV uh, port for four months, and the antibiotics are a lot like chemo. It really destroys you, yeah. but you just got to know that it's worth it to get through it. And uh, if your body can handle it, then it, it will. It, I'd say it cured me. I'll say that right. it totally.
1: It cured me, and I feel like I'm 100%. Did you get on a lot of... (laughs) God bless you. You're the perfect role model for that, to show people that you can get on the other side of it and and keep going. Well, listen, my dear, I wish the show were two hours. It it goes by way too fast. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to call in today and and just much continued success with the expose and all the other stuff you have going on. And if you're ever... Out in LA, we'd love to have you come uh, live in the studio. That would be fantastic.
4: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: And is right, JT
4: there too? Uh, Another JW? There.
2: Yeah, Joy, I'm here Same as well. Yes, yes, I'm here. Thank you very Thank you. much. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> and and hopefully, like Jasper said, when you're here, you'll come in studio and, and, and meet us. That would be great.
4: I would love to. Thank you so much. Have a great night, guys. Thank, Thank you, too. my
2: dear.
1: Take care. Thank you so much. Wow. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Joya Bruno from Exposé. Well, uh, J.W.? Yes. Should we take take a little break and we can play uh, Let Me Be the One? You got it. And we'll come back and wrap it up. All righty. You're listening to One on One with Jasper Cole. We'll be right back.
0: One with Jasper Cole.
1: All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to One on One with Jasper Cole. Hi, Mr. JW. How are you? I'm
2: great. Thank you. That was a great uh, interview.
1: Great interview. Yeah. Uh, she's such Joy a trooper. Bruno. I love that song so much. That yeah. was like a, a big anthem of mine in, in the 80s, going through college and starting my career. Yeah,
2: it's a great song. I remember singing yeah. it too.
1: <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I mean, You know, she has such a great spirit, and you can hear um, just uh, uh, the—what I love about it. her enthusiasm is after 30 years, uh, you know, me, I always say I'm 30 years in this acting business, and I want to always still be excited about it, you know, Mm -hmm. and and have a a certain um, optimism about it. And she has been through quite a bit. Yeah, I uh, also
2: read that she had a throat tumor at one point, you know, and was unable to sing for a few years. And I was going to ask her about that, but I I don't think you guys were hearing me properly through the through the connection. <laughs> so oh, I would
1: yeah. just well, there just was like so much. Talk. You know, she's yeah. had quite a journey. I yeah. Mean, there's there's been some lot of run-ins, a lot of ups and downs, and the, the the Lyme disease, of course, was the most recent thing to yeah to to deal with. But um, having gone through all that and still just be as as positive and optimistic as she is is really really impressive.
3: So, yeah, it sure is. Um,
1: again, it was. We gave out her website then there's mm-hmm. but then there's the expose website mm-hmm. um that do you still have that there expose yeah,
2: I think it was expose um international um dot net
1: dot, dot net yeah okay, for everyone that's that actually has the dates and the the venues and where expose is touring right now, so
0: for the international um, tour, sure?
1: yeah, so people mm-hmm. can check out Because um, like she said, how great to have these generations of fans you know that. I'm wondering if they. I was going to ask her if they. You know, you see these um, tours will be like several groups from the '80s. You'll have like the Bangles, the Go-Go's, Exposé. You know, I, I love. It would be great to see one evening with like three or four different yeah. groups.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I wonder if they do that when they get together. I've you know, seen,
1: you know, because I, you know, being on the Palm Springs, a mm-hmm. lot of the big casinos out there have really headlining. I mean, amazing people. Um, and then they'll all and then they have these amazing uh, vintage acts from the 80s and, and, and 90s as well that that are still out there uh, performing um, I was trying to think probably I guess the, the Pussycat cat dog
2: yeah that's their side I just went to it it's actually expose um Tour. Let me let me pull it up really quick. So just so the so the so that they know when i when I oh. went to the site, it actually plays music. So that's oh, what you okay. guys were hearing. Um, but yeah, it's I'm going to pull it up really quick. It's exposeonline.net. Exposeonline.net. Yes. Right. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we had the right address for them because I thought it was something international, but I think she said international tour maybe. Yeah. yeah,
1: but I was just thinking. In the most recent, there's I guess like pussycat dolls were one of the last groups. You know, girl groups now are sort of there aren't. I can't think of one that's really hot right now that's happening. You know what I mean? P- um, girl groups.
2: P- uh, there's a few uh, that that came from like X Factor from the UK that yeah, that are taking but, off right now. But
1: that are back, kind of coming back around. Yeah, yeah.
2: but you're as far as long standing in terms of. Yeah, I like pussycat dolls was a was a big one here. And it's and
1: interesting how there's always like Nicole Slursinger. There's always that one girl yeah, like the like girls uh, on. Joya did. There's mm-hmm. always the one that you know kind of breaks through on her own. Um it's you know it's dream girls there's always yeah. the Diana Ross that uh that gets out front, right?
2: Yeah, and but I think the one I was thinking of was called Little Mix. That's that that was oh, one of okay. the groups, yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. Mix because they're like the One Direction for the females. Got it. Yeah. Well, J.W.,
1: where does this time go? Just it flew flies.
2: by. It sure did. I know we we we're,
1: we covered a lot. Though. We sure did. We certainly did. Yeah. And um and good again, luck to all the take... people
2: who played lotto. <laughs> Hopefully,
1: yes. Well, listen, one of our listeners know, wins. I hope if you win, you just won't abandon us. <laughs> right. How about this? If you win, you'll buy the station. There you go. There you go. And then you can run it the way you want to run it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we want to thank all our sponsors again. Please go to uh, ubnradio.com to our host page and check out the sponsors. Uh, To all the listeners, thank you so much. You can always check us out on uh, iTunes, Spreaker, and Mm -hmm. Stitcher. And we have our YouTube channel. We do. And we will be back here next Wednesday, same time, same place. Thank you, JW. Thank
2: you, Jasper. Shout out out to
1: Joya Bruno and to Dominic Friesen. And you've been listening to One-on-One with Jasper Cole. Peace out.
0: Thanks for checking out One-on-One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah,